healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. And we're back. And we're back. Hi, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Lady, lady journey. journey. Welcome. Welcome. Well, um, I uh, did not tell you this, but I have been um, in the process of auditioning to be the host, the host of a burlesque show. Seriously? Yes. It's a Star Wars themed burlesque show. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because by the time this is out I will have either been selected or I will have been rejected is this uh for tv it's going to be off broadway starting like in a couple weeks yeah how did okay so how did you get offered this so job opportunity I ended up I think submitting for it because I love star wars I mean who doesn't I got into the mandalorian oh my gosh I want to see that because I love Pedro Pascal I'm obsessed with him as everyone he's is. having a moment he's having such a moment I actually had a Star Wars themed birthday party when I turned 27 it was the best birthday party I ever had I invited like tons of comics a bunch of people came I dressed as Princess Leia I made out with a bartender as Princess Leia and um I had like a Star Wars themed cake it was so great so I sent in like with my photo which I it's so jarring I'm like wow that was 10 years ago like wow Wow, I look different. <laughs> wow, I thought I looked bummer. the same and had never changed. <laughs> you never think that you are, and then you do look at a photo and you're like, oh, oh. COVID has <laughs> aged yeah, me. Yeah, I've ravaged. Yeah, people are like, you look the same. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Thank I don't. you. I just have tiny, tiny little bones. <laughs> but anyway, so so I'm in the process of doing that, and um, it is coming down to the last moments. And um, so I will not – there will be no update. Do, do you not ask. Do you have competition that you know about? I don't – I do know that there's other people, but I don't know who they are. <sighs> So I know. And it's it's like so me to be like, I want something. And if I don't get it, this is it. Yeah. Like I'm speeding towards a cliff, but I'm in a great place mentally right now. And I am not doing that. I'm reading a new self-help book, which I'm obsessed with. It's called 101 Ways to Change Your Mind. It's all about like changing the way you think about stuff, which I have been in the process of doing. Sometimes I'm, you know, I'm up, I'm down. Yes. So I am just like, and that's part of the reason why I'm sharing it here now too, in an uncertain state. It's like, you know what? This would be such a fun and a dream for me but if it doesn't work out I'm still going to have an incredible fun and amazing summer I'm okay (laughs) I'm okay either way (laughs) I always do that like it's fine I'll move on let's try to forget about it and then I will start remembering and I'm like huh Okay. <laughs> you push it down <laughs> until you can't push it down anymore. Yes. And then I get delusional and I'm like, I know shooting starts tomorrow, but maybe there are very last oh, minute people. Yes, 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 yes. I know I, you're I've like, I've heard that before. They've already, this, the series has already aired, <laughs> but they could be considering me. I know because they always tell you that. They're like, hey, sometimes you didn't get a call back because you got the job. It's like, that's rarely the case. Yeah. That's rarely the case. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty far into the process. And there's um, there's one more um, screening that's happening, which is that they're coming to my shows this weekend. Oh, that's so nerve-wracking. Yeah. I think, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm just doing me. I'm loving my life. I'm going to have fun. But you know what? The thing is when you get down to the wire with stuff like this, it's like you can always go back and second-guess yourself like, 
like, oh my God, like, should I have said something different in the interview? Like, should I have done something different on stage? It's like, you can't control what happens. You know, you, there, no. there's an illusion that you can control things. And, and there's also the illusion that if you get what you want, you'll be happy. And it's like, it's just not that simple. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm releasing and I'm opening myself, but I still hope I get it. But if I don't, I'm, I'm releasing. releasing. <laughs> I'm releasing and I'm opening. But so, no, fun. It's fun and exciting. And know? a lot of the times, this I don't know if, to me if this sounds bitter, but, like, there have been times where we've been, we were rejected. And I have to tell you, it, I know it wasn't because they didn't think we were funny. Right, right. I just think we were not the aesthetic for the podcast. And yeah. that makes me feel better. I know that some people... It's a bummer to maybe it's not about looks, but I'm just saying aesthetic. So it doesn't mean like we're not attractive enough to be on this podcast. We are because we are. Yeah. We're the hottest, we're the hottest podcasters out there. Middle aged women. Girls, guys, we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. No every, offense. Every other one. <laughs> but, um, but it is. It's like a lot of times it just boils down to a look. Yes, boils down to a look. And that makes me feel better because you you're can't like, control it. there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and also, this has happened to me too. Like, I've wanted stuff so bad. Like, oh my God, if I get on that TV show, that's all I've ever wanted. That will make me complete. That will make me happy. And then maybe you know somebody else who got it or like like JFL or something. And then the, you realize like, oh, that didn't even make them happy. So why did I think it would make me happy? Yeah, yeah. and I've also, the times that, um, like when I did, you know, did late night, and we have horse flies in There's here. There's a fly in here. Like driving me Get over it. Bonkers. Get over it, YouTube. Please <laughs> like and subscribe. Us. <laughs> if they start podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this fly it has more influence than we do. Yeah. <laughs> this fly is like, has 10 million Instagram followers. <laughs> um, okay. Lady Journey flies. <laughs> I will be upset if you guys start an Instagram account. But I have gotten late night and I have to tell you, it didn't make me happy. And I will tell you the one thing that has made me happy I, when I was playing in a soccer league in the last few years, I scored a goal off a corner kick, and that terminology is called an Olympico. Yeah. And I still revel off that feeling to this oh day God. more than I have on a late night set. See, that's what it says in the 101 essays to change the way you think. It said you can't know intelligent, emotionally intelligent people know that like you can't know what's going to make you happy. So going after things and being upset that you didn't get it because you think it was going to make you happy like that. It's just like a moot point. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That's our Lady podcast. Journey. <laughs> and good night. No. But welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Please like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Please give us a review. And please join our Patreon as these wonderful people did. I, we're getting more crystals, right? We are. We have I'm a, excited. We have a wonderful man who has shipped some crystals to my home. I was like, I can tell I'm depressed because I have been giving out my address very frequently. <laughs> At first, I was like, uh-oh, I don't know him. And then I'm like, uh, what? Fuck it. What's he going to do? Kill me? Great. Are you, he's going to come Great. into Manhattan. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to drive this in. Escape. <laughs> but if you come to kill me, you deserve to kill me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fight the traffic. <laughs> but he's a, he's a wonderful man. He's a listener and he's a stone enthusiast. So more on that when we, um, when we get the crystals, cause oh they are God. coming. But for this week, I want to say, um, welcome to a beautiful soul, Aaron. Welcome milady. We are so happy to have you with us. I am donating the carnelian to you. Okay. I love the carnelian. This is one I, um, used to love growing up because it's the stone of actors and I I always, I, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I would sleep with it under my pillow. Like one day my dreams will come true. Then I will be happy. Um, now, the, but the carnelian, not just for actors, Aaron, this is for 
stability, grounding, give you a grounding moment, and zest for life. And mm. that's why I I am giving this one to you because I love a little zest. Oh, As we know, love a zest. Spring and zest is happening. Oh my gosh. Summer is around the corner <sighs> and we're so loving it. I'm so excited for this. I so love excited. it. And I love our journey that we're going on today. Um, the We are going into being in your feminine. Yeah, I'm tapping into fem energy. I love I don't, this. I've... It's one of those things where like, this is what I've decided. I'm going to try to be more femme. I love it. I do like um, dressing like a tomboy, but I will add pieces of femme. Like I do love makeup and I want to wear girly tops. Yes. And I like girly shoes and I love a girly purse. Ooh. Or just like girly details. But it's not only that. It's just like I've been into listening to more femme music like I've been in a huge Tori Amos kick. Just all Lilith Fair. Just take me <laughs> back. I'm just, Joe's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just looking out the window while dangling my finger, like scrolling my finger all along it. That's so femme. I just, it is. <laughs> Having I tea and staring out the window. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what it is. Like when you listen to like, let's say like a Kate Bush or a Tori Amos, I would have to Ugh. say they're, they are musicians that seem to tap into the feminine, feminine energy. Yes. And I really can enjoy it sometimes. And people would be like, are you listening to your Les Rockers? And you're like, now I'm like, I am. And <laughs> do not bother me. What of it. <laughs> so what? I love it. I love it. My um, cousin recommended this book to me called Women Who Run With Wolves. Ugh. And it's all about tapping into like that deep, primal feminine energy and it's so fun and I have to say do not listen to it on tape because it did take me out of it because it immediately starts out like women who run with wolves oh, oh! it's like a woman like howling you're like um okay Diane like get it together I said feminine not silly yeah yeah like, get goofy bitch now I'm into femme as well especially I always feel like so much in my like femininity in the spring and summer like I have a long skirt, which I bought. I thought this was going to be a winter skirt, but now I'm just like wearing it every day and I'm loving wearing a skirt. It yeah. feels like so, because I have that capsule wardrobe, as you know, and I have been not trying to like add too many pieces, but the capsule wardrobe is actually pretty um, like androgynous, I realize. Yeah, and it just, so it's always basics that it can yeah. go man or woman. Yeah. And yeah, I'm wearing like, like Levi, like a, no gender jeans, you yes. know, and it's like with the short haircut I mean I am wearing makeup and stuff but with a short haircut I feel like oh I want to like jazz this up but I don't want to wear heels yeah you know? so I've been like I want to get more skirts too I want to have a few skirts for the summer that are like airy breathable but like a little I like the silhouette and I like the thing of like dividing the body into thirds yeah you know well I've been like really into um not that I would but I love long flowy dresses like I've been into seeing what Florence of the Machine, whatever Florence. Oh, is I that love her. her actual name. I I, I think thought it that is. Oh, her name is Florence, but yeah. I don't know what her last name is. Nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> I love Florence Which and the is Machine. Such a femme name. Oh, I know God. they I, are so like she's fat femme energy <gasps> to me. <gasps> just like yeah it is it's so feminine it's so like raw and sexual and you're like there's some anger involved into it because a man has some masculine done you wrong done you wrong when you listen to that type of music it just you're it's like what you're saying with the window it just infuses a like magical quality into your life like popping that in going to whole foods it's like am i the star of a of my story now i'm ally mcbeal yes in my world 
Well, I remember when I first started doing stand-up, and this is like 20 years ago, and I got, a, like, this would come off, I would think, take it as a compliment, but as I got older, I felt like it was kind of fucked up. They would be like, I like how you're stand-up because you don't really talk about a lot of girl things. And then as I've gotten yeah. older, I'm like, a lot of my experiences are just like, of, I guess, the feminine mystique. And... I find I think there's a lot of funny stuff there and I'm like fuck it that's what I find funny and I've kind of stopped catering to like the I guess the male stand-up comic 100% because there is there is like a tendency to say and we all know this cliche where it's like women just talk about their periods it's like no we don't we're afraid yeah because we 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 you know or like women just make jokes about sex it's like comics just make jokes about sex it's the most joked about topic of, of any gender. It's really easy to get the whole audience on board when you talk about sex. It's relatable and it's dirty. And a lot of the reasons people are coming to comedy clubs is because they want to hear something that is, you know, kind of a little bit um, like naughty, you know, or something that's like subversive yes. in a way. And that's like the shortcut. It so. is. But I want to talk more about like uh, how I have to like dislocate my shoulders in order to get out of my sports bra. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. getting boob sweat or like I did accidentally wear a mint panty liner without wear notice knowing and then I figured it out in the middle of the day. Yeah. I was like, like what, what is going on? But these, these are all experiences that you deal with uh I guess feminine energy stuff that you're yeah. like this is funny and I think I'll, even guys can get into it but I, I do notice when I do a sh set and it's like say a predominantly male audience I don't get uh we are not connecting yeah there I mean, are a few guys not all guys but they're like hashtag get, not all men will understand that if you put mint in your underwear it will be weird right right but it's weird that some guys are like so men expect it to be catered to them you know it's like women women we kind of live in this world that's like catered to men all the time so if a woman goes to a comedy sh show and the guy is just doing jokes about jerking off on someone's face like, <laughs> like you know banging a girl like uh, he's doing jokes or like getting a um getting a colonoscopy which it, as a woman that is not something that's relatable to me you know like we're we're there fine with it but like men they all of a sudden to them it's like well now this isn't for me as everything as I expect everything to be but it's like it doesn't have to be that's the that a lot of guys mindset I'm like can you can't you just like listen to the other experience enjoying like that's like kind of the things that I enjoy about stand-up is listening to another comics perspective of their upbringing and like where they came from and uh, racial background and like their things that they have to deal with their culture like that's funny yeah absolutely so like open your mind but that's what I'm like talking about these days of like tapping into femme energy instead of like feeling bad about it like I've I've been really into Marianne Williamson lately she oh ran gosh. for 2016 and she kind of has I you would I would say like f quite a bit of feminine energy for a presidential candidate yes but I really like it and she's so articulate and I align with a lot of her stuff that she has talked about on her platforms and I think she seems to be very kind to the human race on both sides like she doesn't demonize the right which is kind of nice to hear not that I align with the right but I kind of get annoyed just when you watch it comedically counterproductive yeah. it's just like being bashed and I'm like I think it's an unfair perspective like these people are also struggling and um you might not agree with what their or whatever 
uh, platforms they're agreeing with, but they only because they only want it better for themselves. And like, I think we're all in the same place. It's just like, I don't agree with that area. So I kind of like that where she's going and I enjoy that there is a candidate that actually is also tapping into feminine energy. I think we should have voted for her. I mean, she would have been way better than Donald Trump. <laughs> Can you imagine if she had been president Why instead not? of Donald Trump? Let's try her for a year. Like, let's try her for one year, okay? She's got my vote. I mean, she did seem kind of batshit yeah, on that. Yeah, a little crystal she was like, She was like, hello, like, good day, like, bowing to people at the um, debate, and you were like, what? But um, I have to say, like, she is, in terms of, like, a spiritual teacher, you're like, she's got a lot of emotional intelligence and she's really you know she's not like teal swanning it no. for god's sakes and she's actually quite pra- pragmatic and uh uh i just think smart and articulate i don't think she's that crazy but it'll be interesting to see her in the long term of what comes more out of her yeah although somebody uh, i saw somebody controversy of like apparently she maybe she's mean to her staff and i'm like oh. who is it <laughs> yeah. was that the other woman klobat what's her oh klobuchar klobuchar had yeah. throwing binders at people or something she seems like she's got arms <laughs> like look at the arms on this lady but i also enjoy people like katie porter as well oh yeah she always takes down like big she's like all right let's do the math here and you're saying yeah. that this is a fair wage in your district uh, and then they're like, oh, I did not know. Yes, know. yes. I like that, too. I, I like I like a gentle takedown. I like a gentle yeah. takedown. Just with facts with me. and math. Just little facts. And coming in. but Facts like, are the feminine. Yes. That is the divine feminine. That is the divine. <laughs> we work with facts. We work with facts. I know we're always saying emotional people, but I have to tell you in every group dynamic that I've been into, the problem has been boiled down with the male ego. Yeah. I mean. It's I, rare that I've had a, a woman take down the group. It, it is rare because I think it's just so much more like the divine feminine doesn't necessarily mean like being a more emotional person or like tapping into the femme that's more just like being in touch with your own emotions and I think that's why like in a group context usually the women are the ones that are like okay like I'm just not gonna say anything yeah yeah and meanwhile like we're having a meltdown from our boss because (laughs) he didn't get his tacos you're like okay okay Rory when I worked at an office the only ones that were having temper tantrums were the men yeah it was wild and that's not uncommon you talk to like a lot of women that work in offices and they're like yep it's dude i know we would get shit on you would get shit on for crying and then i've got chris punching holes in the wall i'm like that's crying too (laughs) that's that's a different form of crying man crying ruins the drywall (laughs) oh my god at least i'm just like lightly tearing up if you don't look at me you don't have to deal with it or i will walk outside for a moment yeah i'm crying in the bathroom like a grown woman (laughs) i've always been like that with like when they say like women have daddy issues it's just like we're blowing everybody and then when guys have daddy issues they're like killing people i'm like i'd much rather have the woman that's just like doing a favor for the community (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but now i think it's there's like a lot of like misconceptions about like what it means to be feminine because i know like there's so much weird stuff out there especially on arbitrary i think and gender norms are always changing but i rule in the like Probably in the world of the, I want to say, like, Greek mythology of feminine. Receiving, like, like receiving. Yeah. You know, like, being open to your intuition. You know, like, um, again, flowing fabrics. Vibes. Lip liner. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's funny. It is funny in a way uh, because, you know, I always growing up, I've always loved, I'm like, I love, get me a calendar of baby animals. Okay. Yeah, because right. I love it. And I think to me that I'm like, that's my femme, that's my femme, my femergy. Yes. And that in the office seems like that kind of stuff gets like looked down upon, but I'm like, why? Get Lisa Frank in here. <laughs> She's, that's why we were talking about that with like movies, like, and uh, pop art, like I've loved Dolly Parton because I always oh. feel like she's a strong person that's yes never shied away who she was and always used strong feminine energy. Big hair, tits, glitter, yeah, like super super feminine, but all the time heels. Yeah, you know, but like just as smart as anybody else out there. Yeah, because like, we've a, always a, had a businesswoman, like, yes. a mogul. I think it's always been like told to like you need to have more masculine energy to have success. And we talking about that with like a lot of female comics that I find that are um, successful or have been in the past. It's really what they did was like take the energy of a man comic and then do it for themselves. And I've always been uh, more impressed with like a feminine comic people who can be authentic to themselves, which is actually a challenge because who knows who they are. Yeah, exactly. We're like. Like Legally Blonde is, a, I think, a really good example of like feminine energy being very quite positive. Super powerful. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then, you know, I love in Legally Blonde, too. I think it's like, first of all, what an amazing title for a film, you know, it's so like yeah. perfect. But it's really amazing in Legally Blonde because she's underestimated by the man, you know, yes. and then she's like she shows him big time and it's so satisfying. And I think that's like. That is like the maladaptive fantasy of so many women that it's like you getting like. Yeah. Oh. Well, Clueless is kind of the same way, too, because like she's always seen as stupid, but it's only because her information is she's getting it from Macbeth made by uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Right. 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 But you're like, but you're still that's what sometimes I feel like we're perceived as stupid because but we're getting our um, information that's not like from Wall Street. From Journal. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's like a difference, like the, there is a big, I think this was more last summer on TikTok, but there was a thing of like these women that are like very kind of like male, um, you know, uh, ma men's rights activists in a way yes. where it's like, I'm, I was in my feminine and I, I just started going further into my feminine and then a man wanted to buy me a car, then he wanted to marry me and now I don't have to work and I stay at his home. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I mean, uh, you know, I think people... There is more success, supposedly, in couples that either have, like, traditional gender roles or, like, radically um, non-traditional gender roles in their relationship. So it's, like, I guess that could work out for you. But I think, like, more to me, the feminine, like, I read this great book called, um, oh, my God, I'm blanking on it. Um, I have oh. to look for it. I have to look for it right now. Okay. I'm going to look for this book. It was it was like a really transformative um, book. And now we can't even remember the author. Okay. Well, skip it. Well, we'll Quick. put, I'll put an asterisk in. Once you remember, I'll put it right oh, here yes. as a title we'll over put it, it. Yeah. We'll put it as the title of the episode. Um, um, it was a book about like masculine energy is like, and she was like, I'm just using this because this is the way these types of energies are traditionally referred to. And it doesn't mean like they're arbitrary. They're right? arbitrary. And we each have all of them in us. Yes. And like the masculine men and is like, women, men yeah. and women, the masculine is like going after stuff, doing stuff, being active, like getting business, taking care of it, being done. And it's like that could be called something different, like yellow energy or something. Yes. Like the feminine energy is like 
receiving, listening, like getting in touch with your surroundings, like perceiving intuitively. And I think there's something cool about that to be like, I want to have a time in my life where I'm just like getting more in touch with my feminine energy. Yes. And at the same time, like spoiling myself with cupcakes (laughs) that are pink (laughs) and have unicorns on them because why do I love that shit? I do not know. I know. It is really fascinating because it, it is hard because I, I've been using the terminology femme, but you're just like, what? I don't, nowadays I feel like it is hard to describe what really it is because it is arbitrary. Like it was fascinating to me that pink used to be the color for boys. Yes. And then now it's just like, it, we, we're like, how dare you put my baby boy in pink? <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> or yeah, like I think about like some people pierce their baby's ears. You're like, why? Is that yeah. to establish you know what the gender is yeah unless it's your religion in which yeah. case we are not commenting on yeah. it <laughs> i didn't know that. that is your right no i don't think it is oh, okay but it could <laughs> be just in case just as, in a, case. as a we're covering all of our bases but i know it's like the feminine you know the feminine doesn't have anything to do with your gender your choice your you know it's like straight or, guys yeah, or sex or anything straight guys can love drag race and they do and yes and, and we or love like, it there's I think men can enjoy Real Housewives because it actually is sports and it's tactical. It's emotional, tactical warfare. I know. It's It's impressive. Yes, it is. It's chess for the mind. Yes, it is. Truly. It is a, it is like a military operation. (laughs) Well, I think it's funny too, because I think a lot of times only the guys only feel safe to like go into that feminine space when they're like with their girlfriends, you know, it's like, that's what we're talking about. Like guys love like the way like girlfriends like make up like like our home is like so girly you know it's like it's cute in here and guys actually like that kind of decor i think they find it cozier yes and i think it in a weird way makes them feel masculine yes because they're like i'm the king yes (laughs) i'm the king of this uh, bed with 18 pillows (laughs) i did have a boyfriend once that liked he didn't mind putting on a robe Cute. Which I we found out when our live Jay McBride, she likes putting on a robe. And yes. I'm like, you know, I've never really thought about it. But robe, I'm really into the robe, robe journey. culture, robe yes. culture. So in. And he would after a shower, put that on. And he did enjoy listening to like having like Tori Amos. And mm. there was not one. I was just like, I love that. Oh, I love it. Tori Amos, when, a little bathroom, a little candles. I know when oh. a guy bends a little bit. Oh, yes. Such fun. Hot. It is. It is it's because weirdly when a guy is into feminine stuff, like a straight guy, when he's into feminine stuff, you're like, oh, my God, you're in really secure in your identity with yourself that yes. you don't feel like you're not subjected. Afraid, you yes. know, oh, I love it's it. Impressive. I love it. So go on your feminine journeys. Everybody Guys, go. Get, my dad would do mani pedis with oh me. Oh, my God. Get a mani pedi. I saw I saw three guys at the nail salon yesterday when I yeah, went in and I was you like, should. you go, girl. Y'all's nails are nasty. Although one guy was creepy. He came in and he was like, my wife has been ignoring me. It's like, sir, you, <laughs> you're not get a king. It. Yeah, we get it. Okay. You do it Leave yourself. us alone. You're <laughs> like subjecting all the people in here to your dysfunction. But it's a quiet so. place in there. I've been on a journey recently, which I'm really excited yes. about. I, w- I just went to Montreal, which Ooh. was so fun. Montreal is fun because if you can't afford to fly that long to Paris, yeah, <laughs> you can get a little bit in Montreal. And I, yeah, it's the I, Europe of the Midwest. I don't want to yell. Yes, it's the Europe of the Midwest. I don't want people to yell at me. I think Mateo has a bit about like it is not Paris. Oh my God, funny. And you're like, I know, but can we at least? 
can pretend a little bit, right? You could pretend a little bit. Well, they have healthcare there, so it does feel European. Yeah, and it's, I love how they fight the American culture. Oh, they have like, their own culture. It's you can't so, call it like Starbucks. It has to be like La Starbucks or something. Yes, it is. I I do love the. I love Montreal. I think it's a beautiful city. It has a unique culture, and it is. It's also interesting because it, it is unique to itself. It's not like they're trying to be European. It's like no, we have our own thing. Yeah. So I went there. I was performing at the Comedy Nest. I I saw an amazing journeyer who came to the show. Shout out! Thank you for coming. And actually, what is so crazy is that um. I was there and then literally like a week later they had a brutal ice storm that like took the power out for like 300,000 people. I looked at oh my God, how fun though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, cozy, stuck I in. S- I know. I have to say I do enjoy a natural disaster if no one's getting hurt. Yes. Uh, love a little ice storm. <laughs> But it was so fun and I had the best time. So I've been to Montreal a couple times and I have to say, like, I think that this is an amazing city to go on vacation to like a winter vacation, a girl's weekend. There's so much to see and do. And it's so beautiful and it's so different. Um, Yeah, I enjoy it. You can hike Mount Royale, which is kind of what the city is kind of named after right yeah it's it's um around like a giant hill and it's kind of just um all kind of forms around it it's a it's a smallish smallish city i think they have like a little bit over like million people maybe it's like up uh, up to like a couple million with the surrounding area but so i went everyone kept being like oh my god are you going to the sugar shacks are you going to the sugar shacks had no idea you just told me this today and i was like i've never heard of this and i don't know about this I would also assume this is kind of like a Vermont culture. Yeah, this has got to be like a Vermont thing too. But I did not realize, and I was so like excited to be there at this time, but it's, it, I guess it's called like sugar season or like sugar shack time or, you know, whatever, whatever the local language is. But it's this time of the year, late March, and they even have a whole like festival. It's a whole thing where they tap the trees to get the, um, the syrup the maple syrup and so they have these they're called sugar shacks and they're like all kind of situated just right outside the city limits and i didn't realize it's something like 90 percent of all the maple syrup in the world comes from oh from literally this area right here i had no idea isn't that cool you're like oh my gosh we're right there yeah i have so much maple syrup i cannot finish it for some oh reason gosh. we forget that we have it yeah and then one we buy it i yeah. stock up <laughs> it's one of the best natural sweeteners that you can use it it has like so many vitamins and minerals and i think it's like the one that's least likely to spike your blood sugar okay that's good to know yeah i it's always used in a lot of holistic stuff it's so some cleanses tasty and i got i didn't go to a sugar shack which i did want to but it was like too far but the sugar shack is actually like you go to like a shack that's literally in the middle of a forest pretty much you have like a traditional canadian breakfast which is like um ham and like Mm. split pea soup and that and then you're supposed to like (laughs) just dump it with maple syrup the that. split pea? Yeah. Well, the, I like over pea the whole meal. with a little sweetness. I love a split pea. I've been craving peas lately, and oh I think it's because of the pea. spring. Oh, yeah. I want a, a pasta with peas in it. Oh, my God. Primavera. Yes. Oh, yum. Um, so we, but I did go to a pop-up sugar shack and I got like the, I got the maple leaf candy. I did not get the taffy, which is them. Like they just pour the syrup onto ice. I was like, oh, I thought it was, I thought there like was a salt water taffy. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. like a, like a, you know, what we would consider a taffy, but I got a lot of syrup. I got, I got the sugar candies. And so it was so amazing and fun. 
That's my new favorite thing now when I travel is I told you, I, not only ladies making soap in town, but jams. Oh, and, my God. And like getting honey. Oh, jams Local in honeys and jam. Local, yeah. yeah, all the local yeah. stuff. I wanted culinary to, delights. I like. Yeah, my my passion is spending money in towns. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've decided. <laughs> well, I on this trip, I also wait. We, we wanted to shop around. I was there with my aunt, who is so lovely. She um, came with me to the club, and we just had the best time. We had so much amazing good food together, and we got recommendations from the other comics at the club. So we had like this place called like Lucky Walk. It was like hole in the wall um, Asian fusion, and it was so good. They have a lot of. Um a lot of ethnic backgrounds that have settled there. Yes. So you do get good cuisine because I remember getting really great Greek food there. Yeah. I also went to a Persian tea parlor and yeah. had like a classic Persian tea and like a saffron rice pudding. You know, sometimes when people are like anti-immigration and I'm like, you are doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to have hamburgers. <laughs> like, come Mac on. Mac and cheese all the time. Please. Give me starving. some variety. Oh, thank you. We had the best food we had. So I, I actually stayed one more day and I did like a 24 hour lady getaway with my aunt, which yes. was so fun. We went to Boda Boda. Y'all are the same age, right? Close. We, we are um, about nine years apart. Okay. That's, a so, gener- that's still close to the same generation. Yeah, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. When you're like young, it seems like a big deal. But then when you're in your 30s and 40s, you're like, oh, we're the same age. Yeah. We're the same age. Exactly. So she's like such a perfect fun person person to travel with because she you know she like came to the shows like she had a great time and then it was so awesome to have like a person there with me that I could actually explore the city with instead of just like eating at a diner in the corner like sad. well yeah I've gone to some great cities but it's for comedy and I'll be by myself and I'm like I do I learned this young when I travel I lived in Cambridge for about three or four months thinking like I was going to just have these moments and I just realized every things suck. You have to go do yeah. stuff with friends. Yeah. It's hard to be alone. And you're like, I'm I'll not- take myself out for a drink. And now you're like, I'm drinking alone <laughs> again. <laughs> Here I go. You're like, I need some conversation and I need some validation of like how great what we're doing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so much more fun when you have a friend to experience it. I have to say, and I've done like travels uh, alone and you know, no shame. No, but this some people time, can do it. And yeah. kudos to you. My sister says she likes to do it. And she likes to pretend she's Jason Bourne. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Just <laughs> karate chopping away. You're on a mission. Mm. Well, I had, so I had a 24 hour lady getaway. This was, this was our full day. We stopped off at this really cute little, um, it was like a food gift parlor so I could get my croissant. Yes. My croissant was amazing. Every, I know everyone says like they're very into the bagels in Montreal and I did not get a bagel, but I did get a croissant because, as you know, yes. I love it. I love my croissant. You had a little French Canadian culture. Oh, it was delicious. And then we went to um, Boda Boda, which is the spa there. It is, I have to say, like, I cannot recommend the spa enough. We were talking with our It's friends. well known. Every yeah. time I've gone, I've been told you have to go check it out. And I have yet to. And I think the next time I go, I will definitely do it. It's it is not expensive. Like you think it's expensive. I think it was about $200 for a massage and going into the spa, but that was Canadian money. Yeah. So then you're like, I got a massage, an hour massage and a full day for like four hour spa day. And it was $160. Yeah. That's I don't know. not bad. And it's a huge spa. It's like spa castle. If it were nice. 
I know. I've been to Spa Castle and I felt like I was in Hunger Games. Spa Castle is a little run down. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, you're like, where are we? Ashley once and first like she didn't give me a heads up that the first floor was all it's all woman and you have to be naked oh yeah and I was like I have never been fully naked with a friend yes I went there with a friend I got used to it really fast but it was jarring where I was like you have to go away in your mind you're like I'm not here I'm not here (laughs) it's but, you know, it's funny because, like, I had gone there and I had never even gone to, like, a women's locker room at a gym, really. But you're like, the eye drifts. I'm like, wow, those titties are weird. We're all weird. We're Every- all weird. Like, yeah. wow, that your labia is really long. <laughs> Good for you, ma'am. I didn't know nipples came that big. Yeah. It's so wild. But you do get over it. And it was so... F- it- and then once you get past that, and it's like tons of different kinds of warm water areas, and then a cold dip area, and then the next floor was like, then you're in like a hot teepee. Oh, oh yeah, hot the hot the stones, the, the steam, the um red light, the infrared, you know. And, and then that. it's every there's tons of people, and it's weirdly quiet. Yeah, I went to Spot Castle the first time I ever went there. Like two days later, they found a dead body. Yes, that I had been there that. like overnight, <laughs> and it was it wasn't it wasn't like a foul play situation. It was just a man that had died in there. But it was like, why did no one find him? Because there's no lifeguards. Yeah, there's no lifeguards. <laughs> That's what they need. But Boda Boda is not that. Yeah, so. Boda Boda seems like the Spot Castle is capitalism. Spoda Boda is socialism. Yes. It's yeah. like quiet wood. It's it's beautiful. Part of it is on a floating boat. And then they have these other parts where it's like you get the bathrobes. It's very, very nice. It's very clean. It's gorgeous. Um, there's like plenty of space. And so when I went, this is why I say go during this sugar time, you know, go for the sugar season because you can get the maple syrup, you get all that. And then we went to Boda Boda. It was about um, 30 maybe about 35 degrees outside. So we walk there. We like had our croissant. We were like walking there more. We're freezing and we go in and then we immediately went into the steam room and it was just like jasmine and lavender and it was so warming and healing. And then we, it was like snowing, but we're just sitting in the hot tub feeling so warm and hot that it was just like the most picturesque, healing wonderful experience and it was so fun I does feel like you should go there when it's extremely cold outside you have to I mean I guess a lot of people are like oh well it probably won't be crowded since the weather's bad I'm like I wouldn't I wouldn't like it that much in the summer like I don't want to go into an intense steam room you know and the pools were like all heated too I want to see the quiet snow falling while I'm in a hot tub oh with and my aunt they yeah with my aunt <laughs> they have a place on there too where you can go into the sauna and then there's a cold plunge where you can literally go right into the river and I love the cold it. plunge she was really into the, I, I could do like up to like one I would put like an arm in I'm like okay my arm will be really um Yes. My skin will be nice on one arm. I like the jump in and then going back into the hot tub. Oh, what a yeah. plunge. Oh, it was so fun. And so then. Did you eat? We did not eat there. We were going to, but you had to eat in your bathrobe. And we were just like, no. Like, let's yeah. just move it move it along. We went then to Old Montreal, which is uh, just a short walk from there. And so we, like, walked Old Montreal. We we got in, did some shops. We got to the Sugar Shack, like, the pop-up. And, um then we ended up 
now this is where we went a little wrong because I wanted to go to this restaurant called L'Express, which is like supposed to be one of the most like well-known, cheap, good French restaurants there. But I did not make a reservation. I know. So. I find these days everywhere you go, you have to call ahead. Yeah. And I tried to look like two weeks before and they were already booked out. Yeah. So it just feels like bummer. everywhere is overpopulated. I think because of yeah. TikTok and like social media once something gets out, then people just go. Yes. And I did find this on lists. It was on like every list. So yeah. it was like, of course, this is like the place. So, it, you know, sometimes on a trip, you have that moment where it's like you're teetering on the brink where it's like, we're very hungry. It's getting late. We need to eat. We don't know where we're going. We like went into a crepe place. We looked at the menu. We we're like, no, no, I'm yeah. sorry. We had to like dash <laughs> out like, like, um, like we just like blew up the bathroom or something, yeah. which we didn't. We we're like, sorry, sorry. And then we found an amazing place that was called Gaspar's Tavern which was a little bit expensive but it was like the perfect nice restaurant I had oh, the most amazing it was like risotto with squash and pumpkin seeds and tons mm. of parmesan warm and cozy oh and I had a french onion soup I love french onion soup I love it it takes forever I have never to cook down those onions I've never made it and I don't think I would be able to because it just seems like too many steps to me no, and it's li- it just it does like, seem labor intensive. Like have those special things, the special yeah. little ramekin where you like fire the top of it <laughs> the, to melt the cheese. You go through a, what is it, Greer? Yeah. Oh, the Greer, Greer is great. Oh. Greer with ham. Fuck oh, yeah, I dude. love that. Yeah, oh, cheese, cheese journey, <laughs> cheese journey. And then did you? Did you go to Schwartz? Oh, that's right. So the next day we went to the plateau. We had a little coffee and we walked along like along Mount Royal and there's a school over there. It's a there. decent it's walking city, right? I think it's. I've I, walked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love walking there. Yeah. It's a really good walking city. There's some uphill, but you know, I think the best thing to do is like to go to a town and like, I don't like to mess around with public transportation. Like I can't read French. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to learn in a day. No. Just walk everywhere. We went to Schwartz's, which is like, that's their cat's den basically it's like smoked meat it's amazing and it's so good so that was like the perfect little because we had a late flight out that one place is also very packed it was packed yeah but cat's I, deli is like that too i don't yeah. think i've ever attempted cat's deli cat's deli i went there several times when i was tour guiding now i would not go there because it's just so expensive yeah also i don't need a stack of meat I know it's big. $25 for a sandwich that you can't finish. It's like, just give me half. Yeah. Can I get it? Or just split it with your whole family. Do they let you once? Yeah. Yeah. One sandwich sandwich for family. They have a Schwartz. um, They have a Schwartz on Third Avenue, which I think is a great New York City stop. And it's table service. Cat's Deli. It's like the counter. Oh, yeah. Or you can do the table, but it's like a little more. I don't like to do the counter there because it's like you're frantically like you search for a table. I'm going to get the pickles. You know, it's just it's a little stressful. Um, But I have to I have to say I was really enjoyed Schwartz. in Montreal and like their smoked meats are amazing and they're so delicious. So I had, I had a lot of different cultures. I had some yes. French. I my I had um, Asian fusion. I had the Jewish food and then and I guess the risotto kind of Italian. Yeah. Ooh, I'd love to get a kebab. Yes. And we had a couple brunches there too, but it was just so amazing. I love Montreal. I, I recommend you guys go there for a trip. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Good you know walking what? city. Joe and I once we, did Montreal and then we this was during the summer and then we decided to drive to Maine so we cut through the border of Vermont and it was so fascinating because we got to drive through the countryside of Canada outside of Montreal and you're like it's just French 
Oh, no so one speaks English. And then even on the border of Vermont, carrying into the state of Vermont, you were still getting French speaking people in Vermont. It's so interesting. I love seeing that because you're like, why would it stop just immediately right. at the border? Right. Yeah. And it was yeah. really beautiful countryside, too, that I was like, mm. that is something to check into maybe if you're into that it's nice because i think we just get used to things being so homogenized you know like even when I, like i go to aruba it's like everything is kind of in english there and you it's know? all it's like catered to america long island and boston people that are yeah. there and you're like i'm trying to fucking get away from you yeah, guys yeah. <laughs> i don't want to hear at the end of the day yeah yeah <laughs> you know what you gotta do you're like no i already know what i gotta do yeah. <laughs> like get yeah. out of here leave me alone ray <laughs> Ray Donovan. Um, but everybody, yeah, we go to Montreal. Enjoy, go to Montreal and give us a subscribe on Patreon or yes. YouTube or iTunes. Yes, we love subscribe. you all. Lady Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs>